Hello, I am Brother Chris, and welcome to One Living Word, where we examine and share spiritual lessons on one or more verses from one chapter of the Bible. Today, we're focusing on the topic, Take Me to the King, based on our reading of Psalm chapter 43, verses 3 and 4. Let us hear what the word of the Lord has to say in this passage of Scripture. O send out thy light and thy truth, let them lead me, let them bring me unto thy holy hill and to thy tabernacle. Then will I go unto the altar of God, unto God my exceeding joy, yea, upon the harp will I praise thee, O God, my God. There are times in our lives when only God can lead us back to his holy hill so that he can show us his glory and remind us that he is still watching over us. Here we see in Psalms chapter 43 verse 3 to 4, David reminds us of this very fact and we just read those two verses a few minutes ago. Here David is reminding us that sometimes it is only after God has intervened and led us into his presence that we will go before the Lord and praise him for the things he has done for us. It is so important for us to realize that only in the presence of the Lord there is fullness of joy. Only when we come to the tabernacle and worship the Lord would we get the peace which passeth all understanding. There are too many of us who continue to try to resolve our many problems on our own. Too many of us who take matters into our own hands, believing that we can solve them on our own. Then there are those of us who believe that since God helps those who help themselves, then we need to seek help from some other human being. So instead of coming unto God and coming into his presence, Seeking his guidance, we share our problems with all sorts of human beings who cannot really solve them for us. You see, my friend, until we can come to the realization that there is no problem too big that God cannot solve, we are never going to come before the Lord and ask him for assistance. Today, David is reminding us that the only place we will find help is in the presence of the Lord. Matthew Henry, in commenting on this text, he said the following, and I quote, He prays that God by his providence would bring him back from his banishment and open a way for him again to, f- to, f- to the free enjoyment of the privileges of God's sanctuary. His heart is upon the holy hill and the tabernacle, not upon his family comforts, his Court per um, he's not into any of those things or his diversion. He could hear the want of these, but he is impatient to see God's tabernacles again. Nothing so amiable in his eyes as these. Thither he would gladly be brought back. In order. To this he prays, send out thy light and thy truth. Let me have this as a fruit of thy favor, which is light, and the performance of thy promise, which is truth. 
We need desire no more to make us happy than the good that flows from God's favor and is inclined in his promise. That mercy, that truth is enough, is all. And when we see these things in God's providences, we see ourselves under a very safe conduct. Note, those whom God leads, he leads to his holy hill and to his tabernacle. Those, therefore, who pretend to be led by the Spirit and yet turn their backs upon instituted ordinances certainly deceive themselves. As his joy is exceeding joy, if God guides him to his tabernacle, if he restores him to his former liberties, he knows very well what he has to do. Then will I go unto the altar of God, verse 4. He will give as near as he can, or get as near as he can unto God, his exceeding joy. Note 1. Those that come to the tabernacle should come to the altar. Those that come to the ordinances should qualify themselves to come and then come to special ordinances to those that are most affecting and most binding. The nearer we come, the closer we cleave to God, the better. Two, those that come to the altar of God must see as it that therein they come unto God and draw near to him with the heart, with a true heart, we come in vain to holy ordinances if we do not in them come to the holy God. Three, those that come unto God must come to him as their exceeding joy, not only as their future bliss, but as their present joy, and that not a common, but an exceeding joy, far exceeding all the joys of these sense and time. The phrase in the general or in the original is very empathic upon God the goodness of my joy or of my triumph. Whatever we re- whenever we rejoice or triumph in God, God must be the joy of it. All our joy in it must terminate in him and must pass through the gift of the giver. Number four, when we come to God as our exceeding joy, our comforts in him must be the matter of our praises to him as God and our God. Upon the harp will I praise him, O God, my God. David excelled at the harp, and with that in which he excelled, he would praise God, For God is to be praised with the best we have. It is fit he should be, for he is the best. End of quote. I pray that we will continue to surrender every year of our lives to the total control of the Holy Spirit so that God can lead us to his holy hill where we can worship him in spirit and in truth. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for the word and the reminder Lead us, Lord, into your holy hill where we can have a blissful time in your presence, we pray. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Have a blessed and Holy Spirit-filled day.